0: Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, this little book, Radical Forgiveness, that I have been sending to people to thank them for their contribution and to say thank you uh, for helping us share Christ with more people we have sold out in north america uh, in canada and in europe but more are coming we have ordered more it only was released a week or so ago and it has gone uh, more than we could have imagined and this really comes out of a message that i gave on forgiveness and uh, i pray that it blesses you and it's really my thanks to everybody for helping us share christ more are coming well today is holy thursday holy thursday is an incredibly important day In our lives. It was on this day that Jesus gathers with his apostles. Uh, to, for the Passover. It's on this day when Jesus institutes the Eucharist. It's on this day that Jesus will be betrayed by Judas. It's on this day that he will go into the garden and he will say, God, I'm scared. Father, I'm scared. Take this cup from me. But not my will, your will be done. It'll be on this day that he's arrested. It'll be on this day that he's brutalized through the night, ultimately leading to his death. And it will be on this day that all of his apostles, the ones who had been close from him, will run away in fear. He'll be denied on this day. It's an incredible moment this day. And so as we, as we uh, read and uh, the scriptures today, there's so many things we could say. But I'm just going to pick one thing for our prayer today. Remember the daily devotionals about our prayer and our encounter with God and, and so I might go a couple of minutes longer today than normal. But uh, let's go to the gospel. Let's go to John's gospel, chapter 13. And it says this. Now, before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Jesus loved those who had been given to the very end. He was committed to them to the very end. The devil had already put into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the father had given all things into his hands and that he'd come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe and tied a towel around himself. And then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples feet and to wipe them with the with the towel that was tied around him. Now, in those days, it was custom, and customs were so important in their culture. It was customary in those days that when you arrived at someone's house, that they would wash your feet, that either they would do it or their servant or their slave would do it. They lived in a dusty, dirty world. It was more comfortable. And and it was part of their culture, and it was a sign of welcome and hospitality. Well, here they are in a facility. Maybe that wasn't any of theirs. It would appear from the scriptures that they had hired a place as such. And maybe no one had thought about it. None of the apostles thinking it was their place that they would do it. But Jesus notices. And so Jesus stands up and he ties a towel around his waist and he does it. Well, he got in verse six. It says he came to Simon Peter uh, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, you do not know now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, you'll never wash my feet. And Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Now, Jesus is not just talking about washing his feet. He is talking about what he's about to do. Us being washed clean by the power of his blood, washed clean by the power of the cross and then the resurrection. And so Simon said to him in response, Lord, do not Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash, except for the feet, but is entirely clean, and you're clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, No, not all of you are clean. And after he washed their feet, and had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, now, isn't it interesting that what we see is that Jesus so often does and then teach, does and teach. He shows and then illuminates. Sometimes he does it first and then teaches afterwards. And this is what he's done here. Sometimes he teaches first and then does. So here in verse 12. And after he'd washed their feet and put on his robe and returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I've done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you're right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly, I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one uh, who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed If you do them, this is just such a phenomenal passage of Scripture. It's just a phenomenal passage of Scripture. Here they are in this room and Jesus gets up. Jesus, the leader, gets up and he does the job of what is the servant, the slave. And what he's doing here essentially is this. He's turning power on its head. What he's doing essentially is he's turning position upside down. He's saying in the kingdom, we do it differently. And he's not just talking at the level of, you know, you see your job, get up and do it. No, no, no. He's talking about a transition of heart. He's talking that all of us are meant to come along and we're meant to fold the towel of servanthood around us, over us, and say, let me serve you. Let me serve you. That, that is the attitude that we're meant to have. Recently, I, we, our team has been travelling through Lent and we've been doing vents in various places. Normally when we do these events, we arrive early uh, the day or days before. And because often there can be such a lot of setup of equipment and and of resources and all the things that we need, the team have been known to arrive days in advance. And and normally I don't arrive. I normally fly in on the day it's beginning and uh, the team are ahead of me because I've come from somewhere else a lot of the time. Well, in this post COVID world, we made the decision that we would shrink our team that did it. And we made a decision that I would do something that I haven't done for many years, is that I would be involved in all of the setup of the running of the leads and the putting up of screens and lights and all of these things. Things that I seriously, when I was much younger, I did but haven't done for a long time and I, I have a completely newfound appreciation once again for my team who work so hard, setting up all of these things when they're taking place. But I, was, I, I said I would do these things, and a number of people in different places I went stopped me and said, why are you doing this? You're the one that we've come to hear. You're the one with your face on pictures everywhere and on posters everywhere and on banners everywhere, out the front of buildings and inside buildings. Your face is everywhere. Um, we've come to hear you, and, and to see you behind the scenes rolling out the leads and doing things as people told me what to do, um, should you do that? And, and it's not that I'm saying this because I want you to think, oh, wow, how good are you? Not at all. But, but because there is no thing but that, that you're not greater because you stand at the front. You're not greater because you're the father in the family. You're not greater because you're the mother in the family. You're not greater because you're the Pope. You're not greater because you're a priest. You're not greater because you, are, you, you have position. God places us in places in order that we would be better servants of all. And what Jesus is doing here is Jesus is turning upside down power. He's saying there's another way in the kingdom. He's not talking about just helping out. Because when you read this, you kind of go, oh, I, need to, I need to help out more. I need to help out more. I need to help out more. No, no, no. He's not saying that. What he's saying is this, is that our heart attitude is, I'm not above it. My heart attitude is, I, I want to do this in order that you would, would, would be served more, that you would encounter more. Jesus, when, when Peter says, no, you can't, Jesus says, oh, yes, Peter, I need to. I need to do this because this is part of a bigger play here. This is about your salvation. This is about you having access to the kingdom of God. This is about your heart, Peter. And, and servanthood is, is, not just about, is not just about there's a job, I do it, but rather a transference and a change within us. That the, leader is not better, that the leader is not more than the one that they serve. That the person with power is not greater than the one who has no power. That the person with wealth is not greater than the person without wealth. Jesus is, talking, is turning the known world upside down. Jesus is saying to the mighty Roman Empire that's conquered the whole world, you're not more powerful. No, 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 you're not. Because what, what is more powerful is the meek. What more powerful is the humble? What more? What's more powerful is God's established kingdom. He's saying to the wealthy, he, he, "You're not more powerful." He's saying to the people who are in positions of power. He's saying to religious leaders, "You're not more powerful." He's saying, "No, no, no. It's the person whose heart is turned to me. It's the person whose heart is turned to me. So I'm going to lay down my life." To the point of death i'm going to lay down my godhood my godliness to the point of death by being emptied into human form i'm going to lay myself down i am going to be servant 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 of all and and as for so many people and for so long in my life i understood this as need to help out more, need to serve more. And I gave many talks on that, actually. And, and, and to be honest with you, if, if you want that answer, you can get that answer for sure. That's true. But this is more about the conversion of who we are. It's about entering into the, the, the love and the life of God for us. That it's a complete pouring out of ourselves. It's an emptying ourselves. It's saying, I want to be like the Father. And to be like the father he sent his son, it's a total, complete giving of us. Jesus turns everything upside down. This is an amazing, 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 um, amazing uh, example of the kind of life, the transformation that we're meant to have. Uh, And so as we come into this night, this night where some years ago when I sat in a church on Holy Thursday night after going to Holy Thursday night mass in my Catholic world, I've shared this story many times. I sat in the church and as it was in darkness at late and people sat in the church quietly, I heard people crying in different places around the church. And for me, I was just going through the ceremonies and I was going through all they need to do and afterwards hearing people cry. And I realised some of these people were so full of the presence of God in their life, some of these people in the church, afterwards as they sat in the darkness, that there was this deep sadness that that we so are in need of a saviour and yet we are so grateful to a saviour for coming to us that Jesus ultimately put the towel around himself and showed us his deep, deep love. My prayer is that you will pray these next few days, not learn these next few days. My prayer is that you won't just go, well, I've read these stories before, okay, let's do what we normally do. You know, I've talked about that before, I pray you would pray them uh, when I was young Good Friday was all about go to go to the three o'clock service and then come back and have hot cross buns that had been heated up and had butter on them and they smelt fantastic and they were lovely and nice and somehow that was our Good Friday ritual and 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 we all have rituals don't we what's make what makes us human beings but I miss the reality of the love of God for me. I pray that you would discover that today and in these days far more uh, powerfully I pray that these would be days of power. Now on Saturday we will pray for people's needs so if on this Easter you are in need of prayer or you know people who are in need of prayer I'm going to continue to pray on Saturday. If you send your prayer requests to this address I will pray for those prayer requests I'm going to invite you to do it as well. Hey I pray you have a really really blessed few days in this most important time of our whole lives loving God I just thank you today that you give us an example of what it is to pour your life out to be ultimately servant to put the tea towel over our arm to wrap the towel around our waist and to say my life is given Lord allow us to give our lives allow us to encounter the reality of that giving for us and Father we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit amen God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.